Tudor-minded people, it's Philadelphia Carrie for Tudor Time Machine. The word I share with you this week is quiddity. Her Majesty, my mistress, is a most learned queen. She insists that all her ladies study Latin and pay heed to the most profound minds in the land. I do listen in awe as she and these mighty thinkers discourse and ponder the quiddities of all things. Quiddity? How now, Tudor Files? What think you? If you're new here, I'm Gage. I'm Jessica. And we're here with Philadelphia Carey for Tudor Word of the Week. Don't miss a word. Subscribe on YouTube and give me a like. Quiddity has a few different meanings. It can be used in the sense of a question. We might say a quibble. But the origin of the word has a much more philosophical meaning. Quiddity has its root in the Latin term quiditas, which in turn is a medieval translation of Aristotle's Greek tu tian ai nai, which is what it is to be a given thing. So I read a definition of the word as the properties that a particular substance such as a person shares with others of its kind. So it's sort of the whatness of something. In the 16th century, the term was also used in law to mean a quibble or an academic point. How do you spell it, Philadelphia? It is spelled Q-U-I-D-D-I-T-Y. Quiddity. The example of its use is coming to us from a very famous Elizabethan play, Dr. Faustus by Christopher Marlowe. Between 1594 and 1597, it was performed upon the stage 24 times by the Lord Admiral's men at the Rose Theatre. It is the story of a German doctor who sells his soul to the devil in exchange for supreme knowledge and the power to summon spirits to do his will. It sounds terrific. Philadelphia, did you go to the Rose Theater to see it? I thought noble ladies did not attend the public theater. Oh, my sweet friend, I do not attend the theater as Lady Philadelphia Carey. My maid and I dissemble, attiring ourselves as women of the common station. It is so diverting. But I confess there has been occasion when I have had to flee the theatre. The groundlings can grow quite hot when they dislike a play, and one's person can be swept up in a tumult of rotten food flying about, and one's ears can suffer much from the din of insults. It sounds very chaotic. Kind of like the life of Christopher Marlowe himself. He died from a stab wound at an inn in Deptford at the age of 29. So super young. He was an undeniably great poet. In fact, he's credited with being the first playwright to achieve fame for using blank verse. But his death led to a lot of speculation that he might have been a spy. People don't really know much about his early life beyond that he was born to a Canterbury shoemaker. He was one of nine children, and he was a contemporary of Shakespeare's, and he probably attended Cambridge. His inspiration for the play Dr. Faustus came from the German historian von D. Johann Fausten, which was published in 1587 and translated into English in 1592. Philadelphia, can you give us Faustus' lines? Towards the end of the play. Dr. Faustus is speaking with his students, who have come far and wide to study with him. They know not that his astonishing knowledge has come at the price of his soul. When he knows he will soon die, and his soul will ascend to hell, the doctor says to his students, Then come and dine with me, and after meat will canvas every quiddity thereof. For ere I sleep, I'll try what I can do. This night I'll conjure, though I die, therefore. 
Faustus is obsessed with knowledge. He will canvas every quiddity, restlessly question, and look for the answers to all of life's secrets. Yes, but for his own gain, not for the gain of others, only to increase his own pride. That's a bit preachy of you, Philadelphia. It may be so, but Master Marlowe writes this speech for Mephistopheles, a demon whom Faustus conjures up while first using magic, who warns the doctor. Thinkest thou that I who saw the face of God and tasted the internal joy of heaven am not tormented with ten thousand hells in being deprived of everlasting bliss? Oh, Faustus! Leave these frivolous demands which strike a terror into my fainting soul. That is pretty strong stuff. I hope you can still enjoy your studies with Her Majesty Philadelphia. Indeed, I shall turn my thoughts from the damned Faustus and canvas every quiddity set me by Her Gracious Majesty with diligence. Give heed to the files. Bring some 16th century sauce to your vocabulary with quiddity. Listen in next time. Don't miss a word. Subscribe on YouTube and give me a like.